we are now adding a, a piece called Turn Your Talent into a Business, where I developed a formula where I can I'll actually tell people how much money they can make with the skill that they have. It's called the profit formula. Like it's a literally it's a mathematical calculation. And I've developed four factors and now I can take him through and say, well, do you want to know how much money you can make with this? Let me, let me take you through this. This is the actual number you can make. Hi, and welcome to Helping You Perform. I'm your host, Paul Teasdale. Over a career working with high-performing teams from across the globe, including seven years working with Formula One team McLaren, I've learned a lot about what it takes to drive results. In this weekly podcast series, I'm going to be bringing you tips, tricks, and insights from the world of Formula One that you can apply for your organization for your own high performance. Enjoy. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Helping People Perform, where I'm joined by some amazing people who've got their stories about their vocation in life and how they help others perform at their best. Delighted to be joined today all the way from LA. I have Beata Chalette, uh, who's the architect, oh, sorry, the growth architect and founder of the Women's Code. And welcome to the show today, Beata. Thank you so much, Paul, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thanks so much. I, we've got so much to uh, talk about today and so much great stuff that you have done and are doing. So um, maybe you could start off with telling us a little bit about yourself. What got you to where you are today? Yes. So I am known as a growth architect, as you said, and I work with visionaries and thought leaders, help them grow their authority and scale their impact. And originally I'm from Germany. So you might still hear a little bit of an accent there. I mean, at least I tell myself it's a little bit of an accent and not the heavy accent that the Germans have, you know, <laughs> and uh, I was starting out as a photographer. So I come from the creative arts and I've always been better at the business side of things. Right. And I was a photo editor at Elle magazine in Germany. I immigrated to the United States, choose Los Angeles as my permanent home, and then was in the photography representation, photography production business, where I worked for clients like Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Wrangler, Levi's, a lot of catalogs that came from Europe to right. produce here in Los Angeles. And then I went through what I call a decade of bad luck with uh, really big disasters and tragedies from fires, floods, riots, earthquake, September 11th, which wiped out my production business in a day. I lost a half a million dollars, a lawsuit by a bad employee that cost me another half a million dollars. And then I finally figured out how to crack the code, build up a stock photography syndication business and magically figured out how to get from $135,000 in debt as a single broke, miserable mom to becoming a self-made multimillionaire by selling my business to no other than Bill Gates. Yeah, I mean, uh, looking at your profile and some of the previous conversations, you've mentioned this, that's uh, that's no mean feat, should we say. So uh, what um, what was the story there? How did you build that up and, and how did it end up getting sold on to Bill? Yeah, so the idea behind... Um, a lot of these things, you know, we're talking about performing and how do you how do you perform? Sometimes I think, Paul, people underestimate that the challenges that we are in are really stretch marks, that we are going through this because we're becoming the person that we need to be to be ready for that next stage of our lives. Right. So if you are not making changes, if you are not stretching, if you are not having growing pains, then you're remaining exactly where you are. And then guess what? what you do is exactly what's going to happen tomorrow and next year and in 10 years and in 20 years. 
so I finally figured out that this production business that fell apart and the photography business that fell apart were businesses that needed me to be in them all the time. Right. And when I was in that, I realized they wasn't making money when I wasn't there. And I had this idea that I needed to play on a larger global scale. And I had no idea how this was going to go. Little did I know that God spurred the universe, whatever you want to call it, then just said, oh, okay, we're listening and just like, you know, shredded everything that I had. I, I think that the transition probably could have been a little softer, if you ask me, <laughs> uh, in, instead of this crazy hardship. Yeah. And then I had this idea of building up the stock photography syndication that was specialized in architectural and interior photography. And that was at a time when digitization just started. And I had learned a lot of lessons in, in my previous businesses. So I went after the A-listers. And the A-listers in photography, of course, photograph A-list homes and work with A-list architects and A-list interior designers who, as you imagine, do the celebrity A-list, decorating and designing and building. Right. And next thing I know, these photographers that work with the best that are in the top 1% come and bring me their stories and say, hey, this just came out of embargo from Elle magazine, or this just came out of embargo from Vogue Casa in Italy. Can you do something with these stories? And I'm like, well, that's Madonna's house. That's Seal's house. That's Francis Ford Coppola's house. That's Terry Hatcher, Simon Baker. Wow. I mean, this is the Naomi Campbell. It's the who's who of who's who. Yeah. And I then said, well, I was an editor at Elle magazine. I used to buy these stories. Hmm. So I figured out how to build an international syndication network amongst other stock photography syndications. And I started selling these stories like hotcakes and I sold them 10, 20, 30 times. And um, that's that's what made me the industry leader after the worst moment in my life within 18 months. Right. And that's when the Bill Gates company came that had purchased a stock syndication that was specific for celebrity portraiture and they couldn't grow it because it's a high touch business. Mm. And then they said, well, the only way we can grow it is if we buy this particular brand. And so that's how the purchase happened. Wow, amazing stuff. And uh, just for uh, more for me, maybe for the audience as well. Uh, um, so when you say uh, stock of stock photography syndication, I'm thinking, I, I mean, I've used the likes of Unsplash and things like that. Is that like a, a group of a place where you can go to find photographs under a given theme or under a given uh, artist or, or photographer that's there? Is that what? Yeah, so there's a whole yeah, there's a whole industry of stock photography syndications. And there are agencies or syndication agencies that are all over the world that are representing other people's collections. So the probably the most famous one right now is Getty Images. Right. And Getty Images has offices in literally every country and in the countries that they're not in, they have distribution agreements. Right. And so these companies have all distribution agreements. Um so we had we, we were licensing in 79 countries and we had only an office here in Los Angeles. And then we had all these distribution partners. So the partners took a percentage of the sale that they kept and then they sent us the rest. And then we split that with the photographers that we were, we were licensing the material from. Right. And there are individual images. So imagine you're going into a bank and Behind the teller on the bank, it says on the wall, do you want to refinance your house? And it shows a beautiful house. That that would have been our image. Right. You go to Ikea, you pick up that a photo of the 
uh, the black and white photo of the bicycle leaning in Amsterdam on the canal that has sold, I think, over what, 5 million copies. And you look at the fine print, it has my name on it. It says, uh, you know, Beata Works. And this is my photographer, Fernando Bengochea, that um, unfortunately vanished in the tsunami in the Asian tsunami and um, another, another one of my, 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 my crazy stories yeah. overcoming in building this. Mm. And if you go to a home improvement store and you pick up a brochure for paint colors and you see those images of the red roof, the blue door, those would be images that they would have licensed from us. Oh, fantastic. So I'm sure that my audience, even if they haven't specifically heard your name in the past, then they'll have seen a, uh, one of your images and or many of they your They probably images. have. <laughs> yeah, we had hundreds, hundreds of coffee table books, uh, covers, stories. I mean, we were everywhere. Oh, brilliant. And how was that experience for you working with the creative side of things? Because you mentioned that you started off in the creative, but you're always interested in the in the business piece. So what was that relationship like for you? What learnings did you take from that? Uh, to me, this is really the best of both worlds. I I like people that are non-conforming, that have crazy big ideas, visionaries. I like colorful people. I like people that don't fit the mold. And I like great ideas. And I help people land planes. And so for me, the what 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 happened, Paul, is that they would say something, and I said, "Well, that's easy." All you have to do is one, two, three, four, five. And it's like, how did you do that? I'm like, do what? Yeah. And and then somebody else would come and says, well, I wished I could, you know, turn this into a whatever makeup line, or I wished I could get this in front of the right people. I'm like, oh, that's easy. All you have to do is one, two, three, four, five. That how do you do that? I'm like, do what? <laughs> and then it dawned on me that this was a nat- natural ability that I have. Right. And when somebody says something to me about an idea, I immediately can come up with a plan or a unique positioning that will help will help them to get this to market pretty quickly. Okay, so maybe that takes us nicely into what you do today. So tell us a bit more about today in terms of who you help and how you help them. Yes, so today this has taken on kind of like the next level thing. So I I work with a lot of people that need to land planes and I help people to create the strategies and the systems behind their ideas and then help them to build a business model, unique value proposition so that they can go out. So my probably my my best work is done in something that I call the signature growth system. And that is when people that seemingly do multiple things that don't connect, like uh, they, they wrote a book and then they are speaking and then they do business consulting, they do coaching, they may have a program for this, a program for that. And then when people look, it's like, so what are you now? Are you a consultant or are you a coach? Are you a speaker or an author? And then when you try to explain how this all fits under one umbrella, you stumble along five minutes later. They still don't know what you're doing. They turn around and walk away and you have no opportunity to sell. But what I do is when I listen to it, I can always, always, every time I can find what the umbrella is, the system Mm. that all of these things fit under and help create this client transformation journey where then we take all the things that you do from, you know, the first step, the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth step, and take them through this one by one by one by one, so that we can then help the client to say, well, I help people with this transformation. That sounds interesting. Like I'm the growth architect. 
Right. That sounds interesting. What do you do? Well, I work with visionaries and thought leaders to help them scale their authority and uh, grow their authority and scale their impact. What does this mean? Grow your authority? Well, you know, in, you need a unique differentiation factor. You need a strategy, a system. We follow the five star success blueprint. What is the five star success blueprint? That's our proprietary method. We go, you know, it starts with the idea, then to the offer, then the system, the team, and the people. Well, I've always, I'm not sure if my stuff, you know, has a good product market fit. Well, so you're right there at the first one. Well, shall we talk about this? So right. you get immediately drawn into, into a much deeper conversation. Now, if I would have said I'm a business consultant, mm. in their mind, they go, I don't need a business consultant. Right. Yeah. And the conversation is over. Mm. No, that's, so that's where I help people. Yeah, go oh, ahead, Pell. No, I, I just saying, I, I, I love a process and I love a uh, a framework that people can follow and what I'm hearing from you there is what you've, what you've been able to do is take all of this great stuff distill it into something that is coherent and be able to describe it in that base way to begin with so that people get intrigued and go into the pieces of that and the definitions that are important to them so that you can then expand out and get the, those definitions as well. So I think that's a, a wonderful lesson to, to take in terms of being able to do that and get that down to something distilled and allow people to take you where they need to be and where they need to go in terms of finding out the next step. Yeah. Yes, you, you exactly, you nailed it. Because what happens a lot of times, especially in the knowledge business or in the expert business, is that there is a transaction of one particular thing that you help solve for your clients. Mm. And then that's the beginning and the end and there's nothing else. Right. But if you have a system, then you can, you're preceding all these other pieces that you're doing. And then you have a much easier time to tell your client, look, once you have the idea, we need to look at the offer, but that's where we have to start. Right. So once we've accomplished that, we move to this. Or you say, well, you sounds like you have the idea and the offer nailed. How about your systems? Oh, you're on burnout formula? Well, now we need to just look at your system. So it helps people to also really clearly understand where they are in the process. And that's the magic. That's mm. that's what we are consultants for. Oh, brilliant. And uh, I, I do love that because being relatively new in the independent part of the consulting world, I've always been an employee for the majority of my career. And that's a challenge that I face. And I know a lot of solopreneurs and individuals going out there themselves. It's just like, I can, I've got this offer and okay, I'll deliver the offer. People love the offer and then we're finished. And now I've got to go again and sell again. So being able to uh, take that wider and help people along the journey is a, is a wonderful thing. So who do you tend to work with then? Who, who would be your typical client sets? Or... Um, my clients are really, I have a pretty broad range. So I've worked with companies like Amazon, where I help them to facilitate, uh, you know, helping with a partner together where we brought in all the pieces of, of a particular program that they needed to launch and to help them to understand how these pieces fit together and organize mm -hmm. them, building that system, basically. Yeah. And then I work with a lot of individual businesses that can range from, you know, wanting to get to a hundred thousand to, you know, all the way to multi-million dollars. It really depends on where in the journey they are. We are now adding because of the, you know, people like you, the exodus of the employee market into consulting or coaching. We are now adding a, a piece called turn your talent into a business 
where I developed a formula where I can actually tell people how much money they can make with the skill that they have. It's called the profit formula. Like it's a literally it's a mathematical calculation. And I've developed four factors and now I can take him through and say, well, do you want to know how much money you can make with this? Let me, let me take you through this. This is the actual number you can make. Wow. Oh, <laughs> intriguing stuff. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people who are going to be uh, nibbling at the and chomping at the bit on that one. Cause that's a, and that ability to connect people with the questions that really matter to them. Um, and quite often you can have a great offer or a great thought of an offer or a, um, a service. And if you are niche, then, you know, it can help with, with getting some clients, but knowing upfront how big of an offer this is and the potential can really help you to, to set up for success. I'm, I'm sure in the first place. Well, and then I, th I think that's the whole point. What, what, what you're saying is, so if somebody says, well, I've been in communications at, at the corporation. And I want to help people in communications, but I don't even know how much money I can make. Let's say I need to, I need to replace a hundred thousand pounds or a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand euros, whatever your currency is. You don't know if you can do that. Mm. And so that's why I developed the formula to say, well, what is the hourly rate? What, what are these factors? What is your experience? And I, I gave it valuations. So at the end of it, you can say, well, if you were to work a thousand, hours a year, you'd be making $500,000. That's the potential. That doesn't mean that you're making that money, but mm. that's the potential you can make yeah. if you put the business properly together. And I think that that's a different idea for people because that way they see what's possible. Mm. And energetically, as you very well know, as a consultant yourself, yeah. if we reverse engineer what's possible, then we are much more solution focused. No, I, I love that. I spent um, a good few years working for McLaren, the Formula One team, and they do a lot of simulation and modeling in virtual environments where half of the point of that is I can test something in a virtual environment that mm -hmm. says if I can get this part uh, like half the weight that it is currently and twice as strong, what would that mean in terms of value to the car? In that case, speed and, and, uh, uh, and drivability and all the rest of it. And if the answer to that is in the region of X, then you say, right, well, it's worth investing in making that happen, as opposed to if it's like only half of that, then actually, no, I'm going to spend too much money for not enough benefit. And that's the a, a great way of saying up front, is, the, is it worth me putting all this time and effort in? Is it ever going to pay off? Is it, has it got, even got the potential to pay off? So uh, really applaud you for what you're doing there, because that's, that's answering a, a question that I'm Having thought about it myself, I didn't even know that that question was <laughs> was there for me. But I may is. just say I just may take you through that calculation. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Um, and and so, how do people get in get involved with that? Then do they it just engage directly with you? Do you um, uh, do you offer that as a as a course as a as an app? What sort of uh, connection? Yeah. So 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 for. Everybody who is really interested in this, we are launching a challenge called Passion to Profits Online, where we are first revealing this formula. It's a four-day challenge. Right. And I, you know, and at the time of this recording and when this drops, you should be spot on as this launches. So go and check it out, Passion to Profits Online. If you're listening to this recording after it's launched, 
will add a wait list and then you just sign up for that and then we'll let you know when we do the when we do the next one but this formula this profit formula is specific for this particular challenge and it's our first one so it's i don't want to say it's beta but it it is you know it's in the first testing because I, I hear this over and over and over again from everybody. It's like, well, how much money can I make with it? What what's what's my talent even worth? And I'm like, well, allow me, right. allow me to use my expertise and what I've seen and and put this put this together. The other thing that how people can get in touch with me, take our quiz at growthblockerquiz.com. Right. It's free. It's uh, it helps you to identify what your number one business growth blocker is. So if you are in this dreaded business sine wave where it goes up and down or often called the entrepreneur roller coaster just go and check it out and then we'll send you a report telling you exactly what you can do to remove this particular blocker and if you heard something they go like oh god i have to talk to her then go to uncoverysession.com and uh, schedule a call with our business growth advisor and we'll help you in 15 minutes to figure out what the opportunities are for you in this market so that you can grow and build that business. Oh, wonderful. And we'll make sure that all of those uh, links are in the show notes and shared with everyone. So if you are listening to this or watching this and you want to find out more, definitely go go below and find the those links and click on them because I know I'll be going there and checking those out for myself. So, <laughs> um, so maybe let, um, let me ask a, a slightly different question about uh, you, Berta. So you're obviously performing at a really high level here. You've you've got some real great performance stories for yourself. But how do you make sure that you're you are always on top of your game and you sort of uh, are keeping as your your saw as sharp as you can, if you will? Yeah. So there are a number of things that I do. Um, I do a lot of self development, and I listen to a lot of podcasts and. For anybody listening to this right now, I do really ask you now to go wherever you pick up this podcast, give Paul a five-star review, subscribe, and please do leave a comment. And the comments are so critical mm. because it helps pick up the engagement by the algorithm, and then Paul can help more people and then share this episode with one other person. And when you've done that, let's go back to your original question. So I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of uh, documentaries. And I'm currently listening to the Surrender Experiment on as an audiobook. I'm uh, preparing for an ayahuasca journey at the end of the year to, you know, really go into a next level dimension. I believe that success mindset are very, very closely connected. You cannot do one without the other. So your spiritual development is directly correlated to your business success and some of the old stories that we have about family, about money, about you know what 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 holds us back, need to now really be really re-examined and let go. If you want to go to that to that next level, I work with a high performance coach. Actually, I have my session today in a couple hours, where um, I talk to her regularly, and she always puts my feet to the fire and helps me to be the better version of myself. So in order for me to perform, I have to not just tell other people, but I have to create practices around what I tell others. Right. And sometimes that's very difficult to do, you know, yeah. where you say, well, you got to meditate, you got to do this, and then you don't. Yeah. And so I, I read a lot and always try to take an in information of figuring out what is that next thing and listening to also spiritual and spiritual guidance to see 
what what kind of comes up for me that I need to need to learn to take this to the next level. Mm. Oh, wonderful stuff! And uh, I think there's so many different ways that people can get their energy, and I think that's the the key bit is whatever it takes for you to get your energy to where it needs to be to move forward and perform, whether that's walks in nature, whether that's coaching, whether yes. that's listening to Dancing. music, whatever it might be, you know, it's a, yes. uh, then it, it's about getting that energy right for you so that you can not only continue to perform, but challenge your performance uh, uh, barriers as well in terms of where can you go from here. So uh, I love to hear that. I've, I've just glanced down at my notes and I've realized I, I did want to ask you a little bit about the um, the women's code and, and your uh, the efforts that you put into to help women. So um, can you just give us a, a little bit of background about the, the women's code, the, uh, how you got into that and what what do you get out of it as well? Yeah, so I got into the women's code because after I sold my business to this Bill Gates company, and I was asked to come on as a director of entertainment for all of all of Corbis, the Spell Gates company globally. And when I was in it, I realized that women are treated very, very differently than men. And this like whole she, she tyrant or all these things that people always talk about, about women being just absolutely horrific with each other. I experienced this firsthand and it reminded me like high school. And, right. and, you know, I'm going like, well, we, 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 we are really not in high school anymore. And the behavior, but the behavior is, and so I realized that women need to have a code amongst ourselves first before we can address the larger issues. And if we don't have a code amongst ourselves, we'll never address the bigger issues. And if you look at what's happening right now, it is it is it couldn't be more true because the minute women are not together and uh, fighting for the same thing, yeah. we cannot address the inequalities that are out there. Mm. And I know you had a huge controversy controversy um in 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 soccer and uh <laughs> i mean it's 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 just nuts on what people are saying it's like no nobody has a right over a woman's body nobody has a right over any of that and why is it so difficult for women to give another woman that exact right and so that's why i set up the women's code to give women some guidelines to help themselves and others and to also understand what's going on and be the best version of themselves and then go and kick some butt. Amazing, amazing stuff. And, and that's uh, that's a book you wrote as well, isn't it? From a, um, the, that's available. Again, we'll put the yes. link to that so that people can- Yeah, can the book is out. Happy Woman, Happy World, How to Get Your Foolproof Fix, How to Get from Overwhelmed to Awesome. And that's available on Amazon as an audio printed and book and as an ebook as well. Fantastic. So let's make sure we all check that out and uh, and take the lessons from that. So um, um, maybe let's ask you a, a different question. And in terms of you've got this amazing skill set and you've got this experience and this um, background that can add so much value to a lot of people. If you had the ability to work with any individual team or organization to help them perform with the experience and skills that you've got, who would you want that to be? I probably would want to go to companies that are at about the 100 to 250 employees where there is a significant opportunity, but they're not so stuck in their ways right. that they can't not make changes. I think that the large organizations like the IBMs or even the Apples or the Facebooks have pretty much lost causes because the machine is so big that in order to make a, a change in that machine, 
it 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 just takes a, a much larger undertaking and so much more time. I am best at helping companies that have a market opportunity and they want to move on it fast. Right. Brilliant. And would you, are there any sort of dream clients in your uh, or types of dream clients that are out there that you go, I, I would absolutely love to work with this individual client or or a, a particular service level or a, a different industry? That is such a good question. I've never even thought about it like that. <laughs> I work with a lot of people that are in the entrepreneurs organization, and I I really tend to like that group because they are they're my they're my people. Right. So anybody who is like a you know in in the YPO young professional organization or EO anybody in that realm that that would I love working with these people because they're all nuts. Brilliant. <laughs> That's what we like. A nice bit of uh, bit of color, bit of character, and a uh, bit of crazy to go. Add on. a little color. Sprinkle the color over it. Yes. <laughs> and um, and if we switch that around a bit, and then say, in order to help you perform, if you could sit down with anyone and just have that conversation, have a coffee or a meal or a drink with someone, and say, just through that that chat, I could just get so much from my own performance. Who who would you want that to be? I probably would like to sit down with Abraham Hicks. Um, and Abraham Hicks is like a, a very well-known spiritual medium that's channeling, um, you know, probably people on a high spiritual level. My mindset trainer, David Nagel, I would love to just hang out with him, uh, just him and me for a couple of hours because I always get so much so much out of him. Yeah. And um, I think I can do without Elon Musk, if you really want to ask me but although that would be an interesting exercise just to see how his brain works yeah. because you know with with his um with being on the spectrum and then having you know obviously ADD it would be would be interesting to see what 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 goes on in his brain because there's very specific brain chemistry with him mm. wouldn't mind doing that uh, definitely people that are that have a little bit of being a badass and that are that are they come across as incredibly unapologetic about what they do right brilliant so if you're out there and you think you fit that mold then uh, then give Beata a shout out and uh, i'm sure she connect <laughs> <laughs> Call which, me. which takes us on to uh, the next bit how do people find out more Beata? where do they go we've got a couple of links there but what's the best way to connect with you yeah i mean reach out drop in my dm on instagram or on facebook or threads or twitter or wherever that might be i'm either under my name beate Shillet. to my knowledge i'm the only person with that name at least actively in the industry nice. and um or the growth architect and uh make sure you mention the show so you we can get your priority treatment but I am pretty active out on social media or TikTok, you know, join my channel and, and reach out to me there. Brilliant. And I, as always, I encourage my listeners to, to do connect, you know, do, do go out and take people up on this opportunity. You never know where it's going to take you. I've had some amazing experiences outside of this podcast as well as inside it, but just picking up the phone or dropping an email or dropping a message to someone and saying any chance of a chat. And it, if people say no, then it wasn't to be. But if they do, you never know where it's going to take you. So. You never know where it's going to lead you. No, 100%. Yeah. So, Beata, I, I wish you the best of luck in everything that you do going forward, because I think there's some amazing stuff around that formula that you've got in play and your ability to bring those umbrella terms and bring that simplicity in the process to to people's lives is uh, is is really valuable to all so uh, thanks for that and thanks for so much for being on the show today Beata. thank you so much for having me paul
Okay. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Helping You Perform podcast. If you found value in this episode, please take a moment to like, share, or review the podcast. You can reach out to me at any time, either through LinkedIn or through my website at www.paulteasdale.co.uk. I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode.